Hey everyone, it is episode 189 of 15 with Andy, Randy, and Jeff. It is only Randy this week, and our kind of a weird start to this whole life church podcast thing. Once we switched over, I thought, man, it's going to be smooth sailing after church retreat. We'll just be back together again. I know Jeff is out of the country. And then, of course, this whole coronavirus thing that's taken us over. So last week, Andy and I uh, did the podcast, me here at my home studio, him calling in by phone, which worked pretty well. Uh, I think it came off fine. And this week, it has been just absolute craziness. My family has been sick, myself included, for like three and a half weeks. None of the symptoms of coronavirus. I'm sure it's not that, but we just, someone brought it home and then, you know, we just did the whole sharing is caring thing and making sure every last one of us has gotten sick. So that's been another reason I've kind of been uh, behind the eight ball here. But basically what we were talking about this past week was, this was an installment too of our series about Sabbath. And the title was, what did Jesus do to restore a proper understanding? And basically how, we can turn the Sabbath into such a legalistic thing. And I would also say into something that we like to use as truth, put those in air quotes, if you could see me right now, but, and we, we raise it to a level of what it was never intended to be. And we get more serious. And he started off about talking about the, the story of Jesus and the disciples when they, we're picking the grain on Sabbath and, you know, they, they, they approached him and they're like, yeah, we're definitely going to get him on this. Cause this is work. Uh, this thing, like just what they were doing, like broke many, many of the laws about what you could or could not do on Sabbath. And, and Andy said, uh, but whenever we humans get more serious about our behavior or weight, our behavior or focus on our behavior more than we do on God's behavior, and the significance of God's actions and focus on what he does for us, we run the risk of turning his directives into legalism. And he had a quote from Mark Buchanan, whose quote said, legalism is the reduction of life to mere technicalities. It substitutes code for conscience, ritual for worship, rectitude for holiness and morality for purity. And, you know, Jesus just totally turns this whole thing on on its ear on what they thought. And, you know, he really didn't try to hide anything. He just, you know, went about his business. And at the end of this, he turns to his critics that are, they're saying, man, you guys are breaking the Sabbath and, you know, you of all people should know better. And he asked them, Jesus turned to his critics and asked, he said, is it legal to do good deeds on the Sabbath or is it a day for doing harm? Is it a day to save life or to destroy it? They wouldn't answer him. He looked at them angrily. He was disturbed by their hard hearts. Then he said to the man, reach out your hand. He did it. He reached out his hand and it became normal again. And it, Andy pointed out how easy it is to maybe poke fun at or belittle the Pharisees and the religious leaders for the way they really turned Sabbath into this burden. But when you read that one sentence in there, he looked at them angrily. He was disturbed by their hard hearts. And <laughs> I think sometimes when we use the Sabbath improperly for our own agenda and to prop ourselves up and to make ourselves feel better about us, then I think he looks at us the same way with a disturbed, that he's disturbed by our hard hearts. And 
And then, of course, it's easy to poke fun until we hold up the mirror and recognize that some of the legalistic resemblances that we saw in those religious leaders, we see them in ourselves. So how many times I have found myself thinking about in the, in the past a lot, especially growing up Adventist and just in not really understanding why people used legalism so harshly and why anyone would want to be a part of it. It was part of the reason I was not part of church for a long, long time. And yet part of that makes us feel so good. Andy mentioned it uh, in his message. I don't have it right in front of me what it was, but you know, it makes us feel so good when we feel like we're right. And if, you know, if these other people would just understand and do things the right way, man, how much better their life would be. You know, Andy mentioned that Jesus says that the claims of human need take precedence over some Sabbath custom. The claims of human need take precedence over Sabbath custom. He breaks not the Sabbath, but their Sabbath rules, he said. He breaks them not casually or carelessly, but with precision to show us our need not just to rest from work, but to rest from self-advancement and self-direction. Oof, that uh, that hits pretty hard and it hits home pretty hard when you start to think about how many times during those six days that we go, ah, this is just like we almost turn into like a normal person where, you know, everything else is just go, 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 go. And then, but how do we look at Sabbath? Is it just like, well, we know we're supposed to, so we do? Or do we really look at that as a re-giving of ourselves to God and saying, I need the break and I need to focus on you and I need I need to see that you're still in control. And I thought it was a really good message considering that all the hype and the fear and the media that have just made this coronavirus even worse seemingly than it is already. What a good time for this message to come about and to be out there as the first week where we don't have church. No one in the in the worship center. It was eerie watching it online, knowing that there was nobody there. Camera team did a great job. Maybe team, media team, you guys did a great job. Uh, not much you can do about the echo from the microphones in an empty room, mind you, but it was just, it was eerie and it was weird not going to church. Now, I don't go to church every week. Some weeks, you know, we stay home or we go to the beach or one of us stays home or, you know, whatever. And we watch online occasionally. But when you don't have a choice, like I can't go to church because if I go there, the doors are locked and they're not going to let me in. It gave a whole different feel to this privilege we have of worshiping together as a corporate body. And just how cool it is. And I thought that was another really, really fantastic, fantastic reminder. So like Andy said, I believe he mentioned that in his message as well early on that, you know, this is a good idea or maybe just a good reminder that, you know, let's not take for granted that we are able to worship together each week as we please, when we please, with who we please at our church every single week and actually remember what an absolute blessing it is. One of our takeaways this week, they were all very, very good. And if you go to our Twitter account at Whole Life Orlando, I'm sorry, at Whole Life ORL. So if you go to Twitter and search the at symbol Whole Life ORL, one phrase, you can find all the takeaways. We posted them there. Actually, I posted them there Sabbath morning because Andy sat up front and said, I don't know exactly where they are online. 
So let's make it easy. We'll put them on Twitter. So I took care of that for him. One of the takeaways that I really enjoyed was what are some ways that Sabbath has been corrupted over time? And I thought, you know, from a personal perspective, I think the Sabbath was much less enjoyable as a kid. And maybe that's for all kids, no matter how you were raised, if you're raised to Adventist, because there's a lot of things you would rather be doing than what you're allowed to be doing. So maybe just from that standpoint, but I feel like over time, a lot of Adventists have taken the Sabbath and drawn the line in the sand and said, if you believe in the Sabbath and you keep the Sabbath, I mean, we won't even get into how everyone keeps Sabbath a little bit differently. Like if you don't believe in Sabbath or you don't go to church on Sabbath, then immediately you're you're going to hell. Like we know that somehow. I'm not saying I do because I don't believe that at all. But I think that's one of the ways that it's been corrupted over time. And it takes away of the beauty of this of of this rest that goes back to creation week. You know, it goes back to like we talked about last week, it goes pre Ten Commandments. It goes back before the Jewish people and before the deliverance and the Exodus. And you know, I, I just think that this was something that was in place from the beginning and it's still beautiful. And when you look at it that way as a gift and you treat it that way and you thank God for it each and every week when the Sabbath comes, like we do at our house, um, it takes on a different meaning and it takes on a special reverence and it just takes on a special feeling for each of us and as for our whole family. So I would love to hear maybe how you see that maybe Sabbath has been corrupted to you over time. As always, 407-965-1607 or email podcast at wholelife.church. And that will get your response to me. Would love to share those with everybody else on next week's podcast. And then finally, for anyone that is not on, I know we have listeners that aren't uh, that aren't members that probably are not on our email list. They don't have our mobile app. And so they don't get these type of messages. So Andy sent out a message and Uh, It was actually today and it was entitled, So Do Not Fear. So with everything that's been happening with the coronavirus and everything else and kind of all the despair that's been going on, I wanted to read this to you just in case you hadn't heard it or didn't have access to it. So do not fear. What has come to us in these past number of days can cause fear to rise in us. Even before we get to the virus fears about the economy and the effect on savings, fears about how a person's business survives with no business during this period. Fears about getting the virus or a loved one coming down with it. Fears about the possibility of the loss of life. We are told in scripture that perfect love casts out fear. In this fearful time, what can we do? We can love. Love people, maybe in new ways we've never considered, but expressing love by restricting our own freedoms of association, presence, travel, eating out. Maybe we can write words to our friends or family, reminding them how much we love them, Affirming our relationships. Maybe we can love with an encouraging word. Uncertainty can build our fear or our faith. We are certainly in the zone of the unknown. There is, however, something we do know. Isaiah records God's word to us and it's encouraging and freeing and calming. Right now, here's what God says to you in this storm. So do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will upload you with my righteous right hand. Remember, our security isn't in our 401k or even the safety of personal distancing isolation. Our security is in God. He is with us. He upholds us. He gives us strength. So do not fear, for I am with you. 
God. And that's from Andy McDonald, our senior pastor here at the Whole Life Church. So hopefully as we go along through the next week, everything gets back to normal. Not sure when Jeff gets back into town, but maybe even if not, maybe he can join us on a phone call uh, next week as we all stay sequestered and isolated and all that good stuff. And one more thing I was going to mention to you is if you've got a little extra time or you're you know, you're not maybe commuting or maybe you still are commuting. Maybe your job is at one of the hospitals in the Advent Health System and, you you know, your job requires that you still go to work. There's lots of old episodes that you can go through. I mean, this is episode 198 and there's actually a few point five episodes. So I think there's a little over 200 episodes in total. So if you haven't listened to all of them, it's still a good time to catch up. If you have a little extra time on your hand working from home and for the homeschoolers, I know there's a bunch. My family is one of them. Um, You could use our podcast as an addition to maybe Bible class or religion class or technology class, whatever, and uh, use it that way as well. So you can find us pretty much any place you listen to podcasts and you can just search 415 with Andy, Randy and Jeff and find it. And if you know of anyone that maybe needs something encouraging to listen to, share our podcast. And a lot of times when we have people share, we'll get a note back saying, I shared it. I enjoyed it. Or my friend really enjoyed it. Glad you suggested to share it and it blessed them. So there's always that. All right. So I know we will be continuing with this current series of about Sabbath. And so on the 21st, again, no church this week. Don't show up. No one's going to be there except the worship team. And no one's going to let you in. Uh, we're all being sequestered and uh, isolated at home. So it will be another streaming only Sabbath, March 21st. This week, it's going to be Andy preaching, and the title of the sermon is, What Does Keeping It Holy Mean for Us Today? It seems clear from the commandment that at least part of what keeping Sabbath means has to do with the day being different from the other days of the week. Six are designed for working and one designed for rest. Paul says the law is good and that we are not under the law, so how does this relate to Sabbath? Ooh, can't wait for this one. So again, hopefully um, next week, maybe it'll be a little bit longer of an episode as we try to maybe catch up and I can ask a few questions and we can discuss this week and maybe next week in uh, both at the same time. So thank you guys as always for listening. I really appreciate it. Please share this with anyone you think could benefit or has questions about why you're an Adventist, why you keep the Sabbath. It seems a little weird to some people. Share these podcasts, easy to digest and uh, share the message as well. Both of them have been really, really good. So until next week in episode 199, thanks for listening. Have a great week and stay safe out there. Wash your hands.